You're listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. The show about everything and nothing. Now, I'd like to introduce two guys that need no introduction. Because you won't know them or remember them. Here they are. Jack Ace and Schwimey. We are on the air. Welcome to another episode of So Let Me Ask You This. My name is Schweiny. My name is Jack D. Ace. Jackie, baby. How do you? I am better than I deserve, my friend. I'm feeling pretty good. No, you're feeling very good. I'm <laughs> some, some cold drinks. Cold drinks and not. And uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, podcast Mike. Mike and your hard lemonade. I'm enjoying a hard black cherry lemonade from Mike's Hard Lemonade. Delicious. I feel like we're scraping the bottom, bottom of the barrel here on our nonsense. Third member of our crew. Nonsense. Let me tell you, this, this is refreshing. Week. It's delicious. It's not bad. And it'll uh, it's like a fruit drink. it'll do you like you need to be done. So I have no problems with this. <laughs> My kids love it. I'm sure. Yeah. You both you have two girls. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying we're drinking girl drinks? I'm saying we're drinking girl drinks. Listen, I need you to be in touch with all your sides. Your masculine, your feminine, and whatever uh, this I'm just saying I don't think that this... Try it. Have I you tried try it? it? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. It's fruity. Yeah. You know me and fruit. It's not a beer, alcohol. though. I mean, it's, it's I like I know, it's a, a lemonade. It's like a... It's like a soft drink. To me, to me, it's like a soda that has a little little boost. Right. And I like it. Boost. A little boost. A little boosty boost. I think we should yeah. do a show to women today. All right. Since we're drinking. This. Well, here's the thing. Hmm. Funny you should say. Ooh. I watched this show on uh, HBO Max, which is colloquially known today as Max. I think we should do. No. I think I think we should take all of those streaming services and reduce it down to a single word, right? So YouTube becomes Tube. You've, you've made this this protest. Have I? Okay. Before. Netflix becomes Net- Flix. Oh, Flix. Okay. Cinemax is, well, they can't be Max. They, they got to be Sin. Sin. <laughs> Whee! Hi-yo! Because HBO already has Max, you know. Yeah, they, they jumped on that. What else we got? What Sling? else matters? Sling should become Sling. Sling. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, on um, if you all have uh, HBO Max, there's a show on there called Bama Rush, and apparently it's a big deal on TikTok. I guess they, uh, um, they're that, that main character was like she blew it up. That's well, what. That's why Netflix felt the need to go in and do this doc or Max, whatever. But I think Max. what they're doing is like the girls that are going through the sorority rush at Alabama are mm-hmm. hashtagging Bama Rush. And people mm-hmm. um, are following this and getting involved in all the drama. And so somebody th- said, hey, what a great idea for us to televise this yeah. on HBO right. and, and make make a uh, show about it. Um, really what it is, um, is, uh, oh my God, I just feel like these are women who are trying to recapture their youth. I mean, because like, if you watch the beginning of the show... Like they're talking to all all these women who are probably in their thirties or forties, mm-hmm. watching 
this TikTok, just following this hashtag, hashtag Bama Rush on, on uh, TikTok, and getting way too involved in these high school kids that are going through... Oh, the consultants? Soror- no, no, no. I'm talking about these are the adults. that. So this there's a the, the, huge the, following. The consultants were adults. Yes, but I'm talking about the following are all these adult women. Yeah. Oh, that's following this. That are, sh- this that are probably the, um, high school cheerleaders that are now in their forties, or trying to recapture their youth and relive or capture the drama that mm-hmm. was is, you know, the rush at a university. But Bama, let me just tell you, Bama, as far as their sorority and fraternities go, is just another level of insanity. Okay, and um, so I actually dated a girl when I was in high school that actually ended up going to Alabama and rushing. And I can tell you that the the level of insanity that, uh, at least from what, so I was never there, right? But I can only tell you from my experience of what occurred with this this lady. And Were you dating at the time? We, Did you continue to date when she went to Bama? Well, we didn't officially break up when she went off to Bama. So I would say yes. Until, until you became a detriment to her making the sorority. It was I wasn't a detriment. <laughs> oh, I think you were. I, well, probably. But I will tell you this: that she changed when she came home, and I really? uh, interact. She was a different person. How? She was. Well, first of all, she was a fucking racist piece of shit. And, but, and she wasn't before she went. No. Well, at least not that I knew. All right. So. In, in, in she was a piece of shit, but she wasn't a racist piece of shit. But okay. She was a racist piece of shit when she came home. In the essence of full disclosure, I was only able to get through 20 minutes of this thing. I, I, you know, I can understand that. I was watching it because you got, asked me to watch it, and I'm like, I can't watch these clowns anymore. So, um, But I did have a revelation that we'll talk about. For our loyal listeners, I apologize. We actually did do some prep for this show yeah, in watching... Prep. And watching the show. No, well, we've done it before. We've done we've no, watched stuff. We don't, we we don't talk about I it. I don't prep. I don't prep. But you've watched stuff and we've talked about it. Okay. Yeah. But so, I asked you. But to we watch don't. This but we so don't. We, we don't talk, talk about, it. about it before we're in front of each other. We watch it. That's not research. That's hey, let, we can talk about this. Let's look at it. Here's my major beef with the whole Greek system. Right. Listen, I understand that it can be beneficial. Right. It can be beneficial in your your professional life after the fact mm-hmm. because you have all these connections. But essentially what you're doing is you're buying friends. And it's and if you look at the the type of person that is uh, both rushing and being accepted into these cults and I and I it's a fucking cult. I'm not uh, I'm not going to apologize for the use of that word. But if you look at they're all just basic They are all the same type of fucking person and they are all striving to be the same as everybody else that is in the the fraternity or the sorority. And uh, good luck to you if that's what you want. Um, But man, that just never sat sat right with me, you know. Um, Just, it just seems so contrary to, you know, you're supposed to be able to shed all the bullshit, you know, that you grew up with and just go out and discover who you are and be what you need to be and who you are and be your, your authentic self. But not if you're not if you're in a fraternity or a sorority, you have to conform to everything that they do. And, you know, I'm not even going to go into the political bullshit that happens within the machine of Alabama or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I just think it is 
it ruins lives is what I'm going to tell you. At least at that stage of your life, you know, being, you know, having to put so much effort into being quote unquote accepted and part of the machine or part of that Greek society that people put so much effort into. It's ridiculous. So it is ridiculous the amount of effort they put into being accepted, number one. And then, you know, majority of them just, they get rejected. And that rejection is, it ruins friendships. Like two friends going for the same sorority. One gets selected. The other one doesn't. Guess who, guess who's not friends anymore? You know, it's, it's so it's crazy. It's stupid. And, uh, God help those people that are involved. All right. Here's my take. I don't have a lot of experience with fraternities or sororities. Your daughter was in one. Hang on. I said, I don't have a lot of experience. I know, but you, you have opinions. You got to have opinions. I, I, I do have opinions. Let's have them. I was about to share them before you. Why don't you tell me me what they are yet again? Sons of bitches. So, I don't have experience being in a fraternity. Okay. I never dated anybody that went to a sorority. I married one that did. I married two that were in a sorority. Yeah, you did. Okay. But I don't have the experience. Okay. So, let me finish my fucking thought before you interrupt me again. No. I let you go on. I for a reserve the right to interrupt you anytime I want. <laughs> I have an open mic. So, and I'm drunk. You are drunk as fuck. I don't know, dude. I've just had a couple. It's a cu- I know. I'm strong only beers. disappointed in you. It's strong beers. Strong. Dude, the IP- I had okay, an I'm IPA sorry. I drink straight scotch. This is not that strong to me. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. I also have high blood pressure. I think that contributes. That probably I'm a does. cheap date. <laughs> okay. So, as long as I don't do CPR on you during this interview. Oh, no. I'm good. No, heart, I'm just telling you. I'm strong as an ox. Uh, unless somebody all of a sudden picks up this show to promote, if you are having a heart attack between now and then... Nope, not happening. You're just not getting CPR, I'm just telling you. If we have a contract, I'll try and revive you. You're not going to give me mouth to mouth? I'll try and revive you if we have a contract. Do I need, I'll mouthwash before each show. Uh, I brush my teeth in the morning. I'm fresh. My lips are moisturized. I might I might do the compressions. I don't think I'm going to do the breath. Well, because people who I need you have to do to a show with somebody who loves usually me. throw up in your I, mouth. I need to, I need to do a show that? with somebody who loves. Did me. you ever give CPR? People who you give CPR to usually throw up in your mouth. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Mm. Don't talk about that. Mm. <laughs> That's why they've changed the standards on CPR. You're, you don't have to you're afraid of what I ate earlier. You just do. I don't want to eat. It. I don't want to have it again. I don't want it. You don't have to swallow it. Just spit it out. I'm going to spit it right up your nose and drown you in well, your own vomit. What the, well, then where, where the fuck are you going to get CPR? That's my point. I'm not going to do it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to yeah, be dead. Please don't. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't so have any experience with, with this stuff, okay? Yeah. And I was, I was watching. It was just annoying. But then, having gone to the school I went to where fraternities and sororities are a no-no. Yeah, that... Yeah, um, but but you aren't could we say, aren't we our own? I would say yes. Fraternity sorority, Truly, because kind of. you have an indoctrination. Yes, that you have to get through. Yeah, and if you don't make it, they will kick you out. But that's different. I feel like. Why is that different? 
because it's, it's a different it's a different qualification. Yeah, but that's it a still very follows good, the same pattern. That's a very interesting I know. observation. And I didn't think about it really until you started giving me the examples, and I'm like, "Ah, eh, stupid." I'm like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You're, t- you're talking, <laughs> you're talking about, about my, my military experience." Yeah, it's the same fucking thing, dude. Yeah, it's just that we're fighting wars. You're fighting dress and Chanel and and purses and. I would say there's there is probably a science to the indoctrination with the military academies. And oh, I disagree. You don't think there's a science to that? So when you go, you don't think that they know so what maybe they're doing. Was, no, no, no. As far no, as the indoctrination, no, they do. There, there is, but there are two parts of it. There, the there's the training part that is an indoctrination, and then social, and then there's the after hours. Yeah, we have power over these freshmen. We're gonna abuse them because we let power go to our heads. So when I was yeah. an upperclassman, it was very important to me when I was quote unquote hazing underclassmen. It was just freshmen. When you haze the underclassmen, there really is supposed to be a science behind it. Science is you need to get the the, the freshmen under stressful conditions to be able to focus yeah. and 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 be directive on what they need to do. So right. yeah, the way we do it, the way we do it, or do it, you have to memorize all this shit. And it's stupid stuff. Like when you go to the academy, it is like stupid stuff. You have to know the menu. You have to know what's for di- you have to know what the next two meals are. Mm-hmm. At all times, so you're constantly studying menus. And if an upperclassman stops you, says, "Hey, what's for lunch?" You got to go. You have this whole yeah. litany of things that you have to tell him. Can you whip out a menu and no. read off of it? No, fuck no. Sons of bitches! You got to have it memorized. Uh, to me, that's sir, a smart and way to do a it. a certain way you got to do it, sir. Yeah, the menu for lunch, noon meal is boom, 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 in order. Boom, 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 and you have to give an order and the whole thing, and you have to give everything. And if it's a hamburger. You have to give everything so that's on every ha- available. Day you have to get up and memorize. You the have menu. to every yeah, but you got to a point. So here's what happens. That sounds like a fucking waste of time. You get no, it's not because it's when, fucking written down. It's written down. Say, and everybody can see it. Bitch ass, go but read the fucking the po- menu. But that's not the point. The point is what happens is then before every formation they have what they call chow calls, and on chow calls you run out and you have this whole speech that you have to say. Dude, you have to yell this fun. We need to make a show called Navy Rush. I will tell you. I will tell you. <laughs> it is. It is. That's plenty. Of, you can YouTube this shit. It's all over the place. I'm just saying. It's already that might out be there. a good. Nah, might be they, a good they recorded. We all could. The time. We could be on HBO Max. Uh, no, we won't. <clears throat> Maybe we could. I don't Let's know. get some cameras. Let's go to we, the. We we'll probably again. take down. Okay. I don't know if we can get permission to do that, but okay. Let's do it. All right. We have it all our money. So um, you have to, you have to. The, I got twenty bucks. You have to. Get, that's about. That's about what we need. Yeah, about, about twenty-five probably. Hey, Plus, if we can raise another five bucks. So it, you have to, you have to spout off all this bullshit, and you're trying to get back to your. Room. Wait, wait, wait! I'm sorry, I interrupted. So you're talking you about cha- interrupt. chow call, right? It's called chow call. Okay, re- explain what that is again. You, you before every formation, every every formation. And what do you mean by formation? Every three times a day, we have to muster up either indoors or outside. You got you muster up, yeah, yeah. Muster okay, up. so the whole, every, everybody in the brigade. You got to explain. Oh, yes, man. <laughs> Everybody at the school. Okay, there you go. Has to um, has to line up with their with their company three times a day. Okay. For muster to be taken to make sure everybody's there. And you have mustard in your pocket. Muster. Oh. You have to. You have to. Everybody's there. We make sure that 
all we know where everybody is. And company, uh, what is that? Is uh, that like a class? They, so or is that your dorm ca- room? Uh, or is that... Okay. Uh, we were talking about Battle Rush. I wasn't expecting to do a hey, Navy, Navy Rush. You want to call this Navy Rush? Yeah, we'll call it Navy Rush. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Strap on, kids. This is going to get real boring. So, you have... Don't strap At on. the Naval Academy in Annapolis, you have... Well, when I was there, I don't know where it is now, but when I was there... You had the entire... The brigade is all of the students. Okay. The brigade actually runs the school. You have administrators. You have officers that are in charge. Sure. And kind of watching over stuff. Yeah. But the brigade itself is really... Like the upperclassmen runs... A senior at the Naval Academy is running the school. As far as all of the, the students. Okay. So you break the entire... You see the entire campus is called the brigade. The students are called the brigade. You break the brigade up into 36 individual companies. Okay. In those companies, you have what, what all four classes. The, what it's defines about, the company? It's about 120 people. Is there multiple classes in a company? Yes. You have freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors in a company. And the seniors run the company. Is there something that makes the company defined like a dorm room? or No. We all live under one dorm. Okay. It's one giant. You just storm. get assigned. You get assigned to a company. Okay. Um, and you you'd be in a certain area. Yeah, you'd be in a certain area of the dorm, right? Okay. One local area would be everybody within a company. Okay. You have a company commander. I was a company commander. Okay. So you have a company commander as a senior, and then you have officers underneath you that you know you have you know uh, sub commanders, platoon commanders, company uh, squad commanders. I was the company commander, but. As a freshman, you go in and you go into plebe summer, right? When they, they have you for the whole summer and they are grilling you all summer. You're learning all these things. You're learning the menus. Physic, yeah. You're learning yeah. menus. You learn, learn. You're doing physical fitness stuff. You're doing some drilling stuff. Do you have to you know, know breakfast sailing. too. Yep. Breakfast, lunch, and yep. dinner. Next two meals always. Mm, you delicious. always have to know the next two meals. What it, what it is, and it, and, it, and, and so and, like, and do you get up in the morning and you get the menu and you memorize it? Is that what yeah? You do? Okay. The menu's published. So and, you can memorize it. So do they repeat certain things? On yeah, you, you would get to the point like where... Wednesday is mashed yeah, potato day? No, not like that. But you get to the point where you would have the same menu where, hey, what's for today? Oh, hamburgers, okay. And then you knew the menu because yeah. it was always the same. Gotcha. And and you had to give drinks and all that Are other stuff. Are they feeding our future soldiers hamburgers? Once a week we had hamburgers. Uh, once every couple of weeks we had a hamburger. Right. Delicious. The, the best thing they had there, and the first time I ever had them, were chimichangas. They had chimichangas there. What day did they do chimichangas? I don't remember, but they were they were good. It seems like that was a thir- my introduction. It seems to like Thursday is a good chimichanga. Might have been, might have been Thursday. Mm, chimichangas are amazing. Well, these were mass produced. We all ate at the same time. Hey, mass produced. Forty five hundred people ate at the same time and were done in twenty minutes. Mm. You didn't fuck around, huh? No, no chitty chat. So uh, no, when that was, was a bad time when you're when you're a freshman. You meal down, time is is brutal. Woofed. Yeah, no, because you're getting be- so okay. As a freshman, God damn it, when you are sitting there at a table, you're at a table with your squad. So there are twelve people at this table. Let me just say before you go on that my idea with this episode was to talk about how unstable the fucking Bama Rush show is and yeah. how how it's just terrible. Do you want to go back to that? No, because now I think we've gone a different way. Now we're talking about. Navy Rush and torture and what it 
what it does to create our, you know, our, our military. Wait, wait till you hear some of the stories. Our military leadership come uh, through this stories. same fucking bullshit that Battle oh, Rush Oh, it's goes worse, through. dude. Okay, so let me uh, tell you about these stories. I'm going to tell you about some mind fucks I went through. All right, thanks for listening. And uh, no, 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 listen. So, um, so when you're at when you're at any meal, it's usually lunch. Dinner is usually a little bit more relaxed. Breakfast, a lot of the upper classmen come up, but lunch is the, is go time. Yeah, and they sit there, and the upper everybody at the table grills you all lunch while you're eating. You, while you're eating, you're allowed three chews and a small. What? You better take a small bite. Then. You have to take small bites. So one time, that's actually a funny story. One time, I was uh, I was going, 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 and I was answering question, 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 and I was starving, man. Because I am. This is the summer. I am burning calories. Like I got down. Oh, to I like, bet. I was like a buck fifty. I got down. I, that's how much weight we lost, dude. I know. You're like little little. I was there. nothing, man, you, dude. I was nothing, but uh, but I was in fucking shape. I bet. And uh, and so I am starving. So we're at lunch and there were burgers. Mm, can't take and a small I just b- got done. Yeah, three bite. I just uh, three chew I bite just, of a burger. I can't just got it. done answering a bunch of questions. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm cool now. I can take a bite. And I took an extra big bite because I was starving. And time, I knew. The I bet you they looked at that. Ooh, oh, upper class. Jackie just took soon, a big ass yeah, bite. Let's go get him. As soon as he saw that, big bite, <laughs> big bite right there. Upper upper class went, Mister Ace. So now, oh, as soon shit. as he calls me, I've got three chews and a swallow. Oh, one. Two. Can you grind? Chew, grind. Three. And I went. <laughs> yes, sir. Ace, you almost just died. Do you realize that? Yes, sir. And then he asked me some stupid question. So he busted me. He was watching yeah. me. And I never did it again because uh-huh. that fucking hurt going all the way down. Oh, I, I felt bet. that thing go down my esophagus. I could feel it going down the whole <laughs> exactly where it was. And I never made that mistake again. That's hilarious. But I got what I realized was if you were a good server, so like if you, you would pass food, right? It, they would have somebody who'd be in the quote unquote hot seat, which was right next to the seniors, mm. and you sat there, and anytime they needed something, you had to get it. And I got really good at that, so that the seniors always wanted me sitting next to them, and then the upperclassmen wouldn't bother me as much. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And even when they did, I got so good at it. Like, I'd be answering a question, and I would see an upperclassman. I'd like I'd see my senior looking at a tray, and I'd be in the middle of answering a question, and I would go to the plebe next to me at the time, and I'd say, pass me the chicken tender once. And, and I continue to answer the question with the, the junior who was asking me the question. Mm-hmm. And as I'm answering the question, they're getting the chicken over. And as soon as I'm done answering the question, the senior asked me, "Hey, Ace, could you uh, could you get me the chicken tenders?" And as I, he's asking me, I'm getting it from the kid next to me and handing it to him. Mm. And he said, "Man, you're good. That's why I always always be there." <laughs> so you take care of the big guys, and then they kind of give you air cover. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so it was my way around that a little bit, but I also knew my shit. And so the people, as you went on, the the guys who couldn't hang and couldn't knew the no didn't know their stuff, they started to get more and more of the attention, right? Because right. they're not they're the ones not carrying their weight. If if an upperclassman knew you were kind of squared away, they would test you once in a while, but for the just so you didn't get lazy. But for the most part, they're like, okay, this kid's squared away. Right. Now I got to focus on this kid and get him where he needs to be, because a lot of it really, the guys who take it seriously, excuse me. 
which I was one of them. Guys who take it seriously understand what you're trying to achieve here. You're trying to get these kids to a point where when missiles and shit is blowing up around them and they're driving a ship or they're right. fighting the ship, that they have the ability to, even all that shit is going on, they have the ability to focus on what they need to do at that moment. Yeah. And whether it's learned behavior or it's 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 just muscle memory, that's essentially what all battle station drills are. Yeah. It's all muscle memory. So when shit hits the fan and you want to panic, your body knows what you need to do. So I can understand that and the necessity of navy rush but what i don't understand is the necessity or the benefit with regards to bama rush i don't disagree with you i think it's I, completely I, different but, but what i'm saying to you is that's the mission but even at the naval academy there were there were people who having that kind of control slash power over other people can go to your head especially oh for sure if you are 19 20 21 yeah and immature and now you have you have responsibility for people who have to do right. whatever you tell them to do if you're not of the right mindset or maturity that it can be like a better yeah. rush situation so i'll give you a couple of examples of that okay let's have them i'll give you this this one's an easy one and i'll go to the the one that's that was really a mind fuck uh, well, they used to do all kinds of stuff. Like, they would make us... It was a hot, hot Maryland summer. It was one of the hottest summers on, in uh, Annapolis record when we were there. And there were these... There were these... Um, causeways. I don't know what you'd call them. Between... That, that would connect two of the buildings, right? That were just metal. Like, they weren't air-conditioned. You had fire doors on the side. It was really... There causeways or, like... They were just going over streets. Like, there like, wasn't building. It was like connecting separate walk wings. Walk bridges. Yeah, they were walk bridges. Okay. But they were enclosed. And they would get us in there in our full uniform, and we'd have our rifles with us in the summer. And the rifles, they filled with lead. They filled the barrels of the rifles with lead, so they're M1 they're rifles. Yeah. Not so they're heavy, so you can never use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? Because it's, it's a real rifle. It's like a World War II, World War I rifle. Yeah, you hate somebody too hard. You don't want them to have an, a rifle that works. Right. Makes so, sense. That we had Same to go thing with Bama Rush. You don't want to, you know, if you haze them too hard, you don't want to have them more rifles around. Right. So, yeah. so you, we went to, they'd lock us in this metal box, essentially, Oy. heat box, because there was no air in it. They'd shut the fire doors, and we would have to hold these rifles. They weren't heavy. They were probably, you know, four pounds. Okay. Right, right, three, four pounds. And you had to hold them straight out. Oh, yeah. Arms length, straight Oy. out, elbows locked. And run in place. And I'm telling you, you think it's hot down here oh in that God. box. It was probably 140 degrees. So Guys are collapsing left and right. I can tell you that, um, you know, so so for the, the people listening that have no idea, um, a friend of mine has an AR and we... We were doing, you know, we were at the range and we were shooting. It was a 100, uh, 100 yard range. Indoor. Nice. Nice facility, but um, you know we would had the mount and we were like, yeah. like we were we, we were doing pretty good. And he said, "Hey, let's just stand up and hold it like you would if you were." And holy shit, what a difference that makes, right? Now you're, and the rifle is only you know five six pounds. Yeah, you know, he's got no, all, I mean, he's got all these. 
he's got all these uh, accoutrement mounted to it. You know, he's got a rail on it and uh, a sight, like a laser sight. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Uh, anyhow, um, standing there, and, and you could maybe get off the first or second round with relative ease, but the longer you stood there, the more fatigued you became. You know, holding this rifle. Yeah, up. but you're just not used to it. That's you, no, you I know. That. It doesn't take much energy. I just remember going, "Holy shit, that that's difficult." Were you holding it here, were you holding it here? No, we were holding it up. Was your elbow against your? Side? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were we're trying to stabilize yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. But um, just became more and more difficult as time went on. Like this. Yeah, no, <laughs> no thanks, no thanks. And then run in place. So um, to the point where, after we were done, yeah, then they made us go put on PE gear. Mm-hmm. And then we had to go mop up. Your sweat. Oh, it was a pool in there. Oh, I'm sure it was. It was awful. That so was, did you there get, were guys passing out Were they out hydrating right. you guys? No. No, that's bullshit. Back then, they didn't. They, they weren't worried about that shit. Yeah, they need to. We were not hydrated at all. Yeah. I mean, they, you had canteens that you could bring with you, but not like to an event like that. Like if you were out in the field. So um, but let's let's circle back to Bama Rush. So the, uh, within this, uh, I think it's just... It's not a series. It's a it's, it's a, a it's one movie. like two hours two hours. It's like an hour like towards towards the end, word gets out within the um, sororities that there is a a team of uh you know production people that are filming and interviewing potential can or what they they've got a term for them potential members or uh, whatever. And, so uh, when you say it gets out, you mean that, that the, the sorority finds out about it? There, like word the, gets out that there is a production crew that is doing a word show. Word gets out to who? The sororities. Okay, so the, the leadership like, of the sororities. The, like the, the, the adults of the sororities. And they the start saying anybody that is involved with this show will be blackballed. And they blackball this girl because they think that she's wearing a mic. And she's not wearing a mic. And she's like, I'm not wearing a mic. Look, it's just I've got my shirt knotted, knotted up in the back. And they go, we don't give a fuck. You're out. Get the fuck out. And she's like totally blackballed. And she wasn't involved in the show. You know, it's just. And, of course, she's fucking devastated. She put all this effort into it. And, she, you know, minds were made and decisions were made. and Money was paid. She's fucking outfits out. Were by, the outfits these chicks buy. Yeah. There was one girl who was doing the show that said, oh, shit, I'm out. I'm not doing the show anymore. And they no longer had contact with her. And there a couple of them. Did she stay in the sorority? Um, I don't know what happened to her, but it was just really interesting. It's very so political. The end, so the end was the, yeah. like, holy fuck. This who is... got in where, you know, yeah. All right, maybe, and, maybe I'll try and finish you it. Got, it's interesting. It's so fucking political and so fucking stupid and so a waste political. of time. It, well, Isn't everything political? It's just ridiculous. The military is political. I would. Here's what I would do. If I was a student at Alabama, I would put all my efforts into organizing. So I think the the Greek system makes up about 25, 30% of the student population. But they run student government because they vote together as a block. They are forced. They're like, your sorority says, here's who you must vote for. At the end of the day, bring me your voting slip so I can see who you voted for. So it's oh, like, hmm. yeah, and they vote as a block, and is the integrity of the vote gone? That's where it yeah, started. It's, yeah, it's all it's yeah, all fucking. No wonder the vote yeah, doesn't work in this country anymore. Just uh, just getting you ready for to be a a, a cog in this, yeah. you know, the political. You just vote wheels. the way we tell you to. Yeah, you're gonna do what the fuck we tell you to. <laughs> you're not allowed to have your own ideas <laughs> no. or anything like that. You vote the way you're told yeah. to vote. So really interesting show. I highly recommend it. You know, we highly recommend it. I do just because. 
you need to be informed. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, the idea of what goes on in a, a sorority isn't pertinent to society, but I think in like, it's a, it's a symptom, right? And certainly, you know, I have two, two daughters that are, you know, one's already off at school. One's getting ready to go off to school. I want them to be informed about what they're about to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, I, and I think it's entertaining. It, it certainly is entertaining because it's it's going to draw the curtain back on. It, it's a it's like watching a car accident. Yeah, it really is. It's like a it's a freak show. So my two stories I didn't tell you. Okay. First story. This is just example. Oh, I got three stories. Three stories. All right. I'll do them as fast as I can. Here you go. One time I got asked by an upperclassman. I had a good I had a good lunch. I was on point. I knew everything they asked me. Bam, 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 bam. One of the upperclassmen goes, "Hey, Ace, you want to come by?" Uh, I want to come by my room later, hang out, and listen to the U two album. This is when Josh Retreat came out. I was oh. like, okay. I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. So I'm like, yes, sir, happy to. He goes, all right, come on by, and you know, fifteen hundred, whatever. So fifteen hundred, I go by. He goes, uh, what song you want to hear? So I'm like, I give him a song. He goes, okay, hang out, sir, hang out, get on the door and hang on. So I had to grab this heavy, heavy wooden door. What? Yeah, the door to his room. And I had to grab it from the top and then bend my, and grab it and then hold myself up off the ground for the entirety of the song. What? Yeah. Did you pick a short song? No. (laughs) (laughs) Had I known that, I would have taken a shorter song. Mm. I didn't even know the album that well yet because it had just come out. So I, I, I don't even remember what song I fucking it was uh it was with or without you, and uh and I am hanging there for the entirety of with or without you and the edges of this wooden door right the frame you probably sharpened them up oh I don't know if you sharpened them up but they were sharp enough mm. and they are digging into my hands but I am like fuck you I am not letting go before this song is over <laughs> and I was dying uh. and my hands were burning. Bullshit. And I held on. Until My the college end of experience the song. was much more enjoyable. Yeah. And as the, the whole time the song's going, he goes, If you let go of that door, it's going to be a world of hurt for you. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I am. He didn't have to say that. I was not going to let go of that door. I was, that didn't do anything for me. That didn't give me any added motivation. Mm. The fact that this guy was being a dick. What year were you? Me, I, what year was this? Or yeah. what, how old was I? What year were you at the academy? It was my freshman year. Okay. It has to be. And I mean, he was a senior? So you don't that shit doesn't happen to you when you're a sophomore? No. Really? You, yeah, it's only just as a freshman. freshman. Yeah. Oh. Freshman freshman year. As a sophomore, your job is to kind of keep an eye on the freshmen to make sure they, they're performing well. Right. Um coach them up. As a junior yeah. As a junior, your job is the discipline and the training. As an upperclassman, you're kind of chill. You're just um, fucking with people. Yeah. This guy I actually I stand corrected. The guy that did that to me was not a senior, he was a junior. Mm. Dick. Juniors, yeah, he was a dick. That's mm. that's what they did, but some, that's how some guys handle it. You still Another know him? Time. You still associate with him? No, okay. um, I don't associate with anybody. Any of those two? A lot of them were jerks. There were there were guys in that class where the power went to their heads for sure, and they, and you could tell those guys, and you knew yeah. it. And then there were guys who took it. I took it. That's dangerous. I took it very seriously. Anything, anytime I did, anytime I trained thing, I trained uh, plebes or. All right, I got a piss. Let's move to story number two. Come on, move it along. Okay, story number two. Alright. What? What am I doing? Pause it. Alright. Oh. Alright, so story number two. So <laughs> there's uh 
what is it? What the fuck did they used to call it? They they called it something when we were eating. Uh, oh, the vice grip. So if you had to do if you did something wrong in, at lunch and you had to do a vice grip, like if one of the guys that did it, you had to do a vice grip. And what a vice grip meant was you had to put your elbows on the table okay. at lunch. And they usually did it during hamburger day. <laughs> so, because God forbid you should be allowed to enjoy hamburger day. Damn it. And you would have to put your elbows on the table. Okay. You'd have to pull your knees up to lock yourself up on the bottom of the table. Right. And they would pull your chair away. Oh. And you had to sit there like that and eat. Now, they would let you put the burger in your hand so you didn't have to reach down and grab it. But you were essentially like this. You're falling, squeezing eating. the fuck out of oh, Dude, that was br- brutal. And you could only three three and chew. Now, they wouldn't question you usually during that because they were too busy laughing at you suffering. Mm. But that was fucking brutal. Dude, I couldn't handle the Naval Academy. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. I'm telling you, I can't deal with people fucking with me for the sake of fucking with me. You know, but it's all mind. <clears throat> it's all mind game stuff. And my whole time going through there, anything, any evolution I ever did in the military, my I would always only have one question before we started. If I didn't know the answer, my question was: Has anybody ever done this before? Have they succeeded? And they'd say yes. I'm like. No problem. If one person can do it, I can do it. That was my mindset. Right. So I knew people had gone through this. So here's the third one. And this was a total mindfuck. One night, they grabbed us out of our rooms at about 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. They dragged us to... It was me and my two roommates. They dragged us blindfolded. They first blindfolded us and tied our arms behind our back. Like prisoners of war. They dragged us to another wing that wasn't open because that... It's a summer, so the whole brigade isn't there. So you have wings that are not open. Right. And they take us to this wing because everything's connected. And they get us in this room, in a secluded ring, a wing where the fire doors are closed. Nobody can hear you scream. And <laughs> they put us on a bed. Just sitting on a bed, the three of us together. Did they anally penetrate we you? We are, no. Blindfolded, gagged, hands tied behind your back, barefoot. Okay. And your skivvies. You hear them breaking glass bottles. Oh, fuck. You hear them spreading them on the floor. Every room had a big desk in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And so they make us climb up onto the desk barefoot. And you're still blindfolded? Blindfolded, hands tied behind your back. Mm. And they tell you to jump down onto the glass. Seriously? My roommate goes. I hear him jump on the glass. I hear all kinds of crunching. I hear blood-curdling screaming under the gag. And they grab him and pull him out of the room. They break some more bottles. Now it's my turn. Mm. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm going, there's no way this is happening. They, these guys, because I know who they are, because you hear them talking, so I know who they are. Right. These guys are not really doing this. They can't be unless they're insane. So, so first of all, I would, I'd be in my head, I'd be thinking, "Fuck, I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna break an ankle or a knee because I don't know where the impact is coming. It's gonna come on your feet." No, I'm just saying you're jumping off. You're of jumping a, off a desk. It's only two feet high. It doesn't matter. You're done. No, you know you can figure out where you are. 
you're just gonna jump off the edge. You're gonna jump off the edge of your desk. It's not you. Okay. You know because you, because it's all the rooms are the same. Yeah. So you know how the room is set up. Okay. So that was my concern. <laughs> I wasn't worried about breaking a knee. I would have break. The, I would have broken ankle. No. So I am like, there is no way. I'm like trying to use reason. I'm like, there is no way this is real. However, this is where my evolution of my thought process went. If it is real, jumping around after I land is not going to do me any good. Right. That's going to make it worse. Yeah. So as much as it hurts, as soon as I land, I've just got to freeze. Stick the landing. Stick the landing and do don't your, move. Do your little gymnastic. Yeah. Piece. Don't move. So I jump, and I land on the glass, and in my head, I am like, holy fuck, this is happening. And I freeze, and I'm just holding myself. I'm just like, don't move, don't move. And I'm like, wait a minute. This doesn't hurt. These are potato chips. They were potato chips. <laughs> they put potato chips all over the floor. That's very good of you. Uh, they put potato chips all over the floor. Fucking, when you first hit it, you were like, holy fuck. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, either it's not glass. I didn't know what potato chips at the time. Either it's not glass or potato it doesn't hurt that delicious. much. I got lucky. <laughs> I landed on everything and it was flat. And they grabbed me immediately because I wasn't screaming or anything. They grabbed me immediately and pulled me out of the room. Okay. Because they wanted to do it to the next guy who did the same thing, screaming like hey, what a are, pussy. What are these potato chips? <laughs> I smell sour cream and onion. Um, yeah, but that was it. Did you, you guys bring some dip? But it was just potato chips. How about that? Yeah, but it was a fucking, it was oh, a mind bet. fuck, dude. I bet. It was a mind, when I hit those things, I'm like, I can't believe they did this. I just, I just can't, uh, so, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and I feel like, yes, the hazing, the, uh. You couldn't do that today. Well, I'm just you, saying. You'd go to jail today. Within the military academy, there's a certain level of, you understand it a little bit, right? They're prepping you for war. Some really crazy shit that they're, could they're, potentially they're, they're, could yeah, come in your life. They're prepping you for war. Yeah, but war's not fair. These girls, these basic, no, I get it. I get it. It's these totally basic different. girls at Bama that are doing this. But shit. isn't it self-induced? Of course it is. So of course it is. Yeah, I don't have that much sympathy for them. No, I'm not asking you to have sympathy. That, that's that's not the thing. They are willingly, yeah, participating. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. No, it's all willing. You're right. But, I mean, I, and so I kind of say, well, you get what you get. But at the same time, I just can't see how this is good. Is it? Are they, are they dwindling? Are sororities and fraternities dwindling? No. Really? No. They are just as powerful. I remember just as prevalent. I, so uh, my only experience, I mean, I've heard stories. My Both my wives, <laughs> both of them, I found like a Mormon. My ex and my current <laughs> wife um, have gone through sororities. My my ex-wife uh, had a lot better time with it than my current wife. She was like, eh. Cause yeah. she, but my, my current wife is no nonsense. She's like, if if you're going to pull that kind of bullshit, yeah. she's going to call you on it. Um, My daughter went through it. My daughter was really into it. Um, and then she lost her she lost her big sister in a horrible boating accident. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I heard about that. Yeah, boating accident. she fell off the back of the boat and got chopped up, dude. That is Ooh. a fucking brutal way to go. Yeah, she was beautiful girl and very young. 
I mean, very like, young. What, 23? Sweet, it was like immediately. I mean, it's, did you know about that? I, Do you well, know when that happened? It was all over Facebook. Yes. Boo Boo had all over Facebook because Boo Boo was devastated by it. She oh, yeah. Really? I mean, oh, yeah. You could have What a horrible way to go. Yes. So she had grad, like her, she her, just her big graduated. sister had just graduated. Yeah. So she was twenty three. It was the summer after they, she maybe. graduated. Yeah. Out on a boat. She she loses her balance, falls off the back. Yeah. Right off the back they're moving, but instead was of Was she drinking? I'm sure. So let's let's yeah, hey, uh PSA here, folks. Are we? Uh we're not boating. Thank God. Just uh, you know, be careful out there. You know, there's uh there's a myriad of ways you can kill yourself. Uh, drinking on the water is certainly one of them. And, uh, you know, wear a life vest. Be safe. Don't be. Don't go out on a boat with people that are uh, acting a fool. You know, be safe. Boating is dangerous. It is. It's inherently dangerous. Because, I mean, when you think about it, you're you're in water. you, you got to be a good swimmer. you got to have a flotation device. I know people don't want to well, wear them. Well, you're drunk, though. I mean, it's one thing if you get into a car accident, which will be horrendous. You get into a boat accident and you're drunk. Yeah. You're gonna sink and you're gonna drown. You might, you might sink and drown. Yeah. You're not. You're not gonna have your wits about. You're not. You're not and, throwing up on the. Uh, and I'll tell you side what. Um, I will say. Um, I'm gonna say 99 of the people that are on on boats, they're the boats are required to have a flotation device for everybody on the boat. Mm-hmm. Nobody's wearing them. No. Nobody's wearing them. So I mean, yeah. If, if something something goes bad, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna be in a world of hurt. So if you're on a boat and you feel unsafe because you think the driver is unsafe. You're probably unsafe. Yeah. Take control. Be strong. <laughs> okay. Good luck with that. But just know who you're getting on a boat. Just take a, a shot of whiskey and then go tell know, them what's up. Know who you're getting on a boat with. Listen, yeah. boating is fun. Yeah, it is. It, it is it, uh, the ocean, the sea. We've but, talked about but it. But be safe. It's dangerous. Be safe. It is dangerous. It's, yep. It is dangerous. And so is rushing at, at Alabama. Alabama, apparently. So, yeah. Are people dead? And uh, They could be. I mean, uh, you could be. Did, I think you watched it. Did anybody die in the episode? I don't think anybody died. No. <laughs> Is that so bad? Though? But uh, you know, and you know, think twice about joining the military. Because <laughs> that shit's not safe. If you, if you don't want to rush at Bama, don't, join the military. Yeah, <laughs> you too can jump on potato chips. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We appreciate your time, and uh, you know, uh, send us some love, some drink recipes, and and for the record, they weren't Pringles. And I will tell you this that. The most recent episodes have the correct email address. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that episode. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the episode. We yeah. have to do your mea culpa. Some bitch. All right. Hey, live your life. Let everybody else live theirs. Be good. Peace. You've been listening to the Let Me Ask You This podcast. Tune in next time to hear the boys talk shit about some stuff. Talk to you soon.